0: The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International.
1: For me, I walked it out for a while because the Lord was teaching me how to rethink all over again. He wanted me to come to love my healer more than I even appreciated my healing. He's what I needed. He didn't just in a flash heal me. He taught me how to walk with Him.
0: Spend Wednesdays in the Word with international Bible teacher and author, Beth Moore, next on Life Today.
2: Thank you so much for joining us on Life Today. I'm Betty and this is James, and you're going to be blessed by Beth Moore today.
3: Yeah, and I was being blessed by watching you smile. You know, <laughs> I, was, I was watching you when the camera came on, and I still just love your smile. I'm just, uh, can you believe this? Now, we've been married 53 years, but I was in love with her four years before we got married. I mean, we were just too young to get married, I and mean, we were too young when we got married. You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean we were 19 when we got married. We, hadn't clue, we didn't have a clue what we were doing. We, uh, you know what, though, really and truly, a lot of people, I'm, I'm, I'm writing a book now that'll be out next year. There's a book that's available now called The Stream. There's a website called The Stream, but there's a book called The Stream. It took me five years to write. It's like if I just came in to your church or your family and I just began to download what I believe was the mind and heart of God for you, for the church and for what's going on. It's there. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm writing another book about living amazed. And the very fact that Betty and I stepped into living amazed when we both said, we literally, with all our heart as a couple of teenagers, lose our lives together for your kingdom purpose. We lose our life for your sake. And we began a journey that's amazing. And the thing I'd like everybody to know, Betty, is the journey's for everybody. That's right. It's his invitation to you. Beth Moore is amazing and lives amazed. Our friendship, our relationship has been a miracle. She's teaching on the absolute joy. She calls it the magnificent miracle of freedom. I know you're gonna be blessed by Beth Moore. Would you welcome Beth Moore?
1: wanted to do as I was preparing for you. I decided to do a little shout out on social media so that I could wrap some skin around some examples. And I just asked people a couple of questions. Uh, Basically, they were these. um, From what has Jesus set you free and how long have you been living in victory? The reason why I asked the second question is because I wanted it to show a pattern of how long, not just for 10 minutes and not just for 10 days, but I am telling you that Jesus Christ and the power of his cross is fully capable of keeping you free for the rest of your days. Now make no mistake, day one is extremely important. And we cannot, somebody was telling me on Twitter, she said, I, you know, I'm only at two years. And I said, listen to me, you cannot get to two, um, to 20 years. If you do not get to two years, you cannot get to two years unless you went to two months. You can't get to two months without two weeks and you can't get to two weeks without two days. Anybody get what I'm saying to it? It's got to start. And my, my prayer is somebody, this is your day. That today, this is fulfilled in your hearing. That today, this work begins. So here's what here's what I want you to hear. I am going to read you. I took them straight down off of the responses. I want you to hear the kinds of things people told me. So I'm going to tell you things that they were set free from, and then I'm going to tell you how long they have been free. You'll see how it varies. Listen to this. Alcohol and heroin since February 7th, 2012. The reason why I start with that, that one is because, first of all, I mean, does it get harder or more addictive than alcohol and heroin? And the other reason I call it out to you is because she knew the exact date. Now, what is today? I'm just, I'm asking you on the other side of the screen. I just want you to think for a moment whether you have to look at your phone and see what the date is, whether you look over your calendar, what, what you may do. But I wonder, what, what if this was your day? What if in this year, in this month, and on this, what if this was your day? What if you still remembered this day in 10 solid years? Because that was the day it began for me. That's what I'm praying. Miracles, miracles. So every one of these I'm about to read you, I want to make sure you know this. Every one of these liberties are attributed by these people straight to Jesus Christ. It doesn't mean that he did not use a host of things. He might have um, used, they I, They didn't get specific in it. He might have used a particular Celebrate Recovery group, or he might have used um, a, uh, a Bible study group. Or he, I believe there are always people that come around people uh, to be the most victorious for the longest um, length of time. I believe that with all my heart. And we're going to talk about that later. But I do want you to know that they're not attributing this, that I am a Christian and I've been saying free from so-and-so. No. Every one of these are saying specifically, Jesus Christ set me free from and for that woman, alcohol and heroin, since February 7th, 2012. Ten-year drug addiction. This woman's been free for 25 years. Traumatic memories free for two years. Anger toward dad, 13 years. Pride, 14 years. Depression, 11 years. I heard depression over and over and over and over. Uh, Shame, 10 years. Insecurity, 7 years. Entitlement, 7 years. Clubbing. Now, I love that one because I had to look at it twice (laughs) because I didn't know whether whether it meant clubbing her husband. I wasn't sure what kind of clubbing it might have been, but indeed it was night Clubbing and not husband clubbing. I feel like night clubbing is better than husband clubbing. I don't. I, you men, I think, would especially agree that that would be better. But I loved it because she has been free from clubbing. It delighted me to know in. I had to write her back right away. Uh, she has been free from clubbing for 18 years. Now the reason why that is a big deal is because she said. Because I also asked him. I just don't have time to to get into it. And we're going to get into some of those things in the scriptures anyway. I asked him, the third question was, what would you say made that try different? What was it that made that one work? Because many, many people, they might have a list of times, I tried it this time, this time, this time, this stuck, this stuck. Why? So it was so interesting to hear. You know what she told me? She told me that she found a church. She always partied on Friday nights. She always partied on the weekends. She found a church that had a Friday night service that she said, let me tell you something. They partied harder in Jesus than we ever thought about partying at a club. And she said, I am telling you. She said, I'm still doing it. She said, I found my group. I found a group of people that are so exciting on a Friday night. We just get all excited. About Jesus. And you're, some of you were just going, I can't picture that. Well, let me, you cannot imagine what Jesus can have you doing. You just cannot imagine what beautiful places and wonderful places and even hilarious places this could go. So, guilt four years free. Uh, aftermath of sexual abuse, free 10 years. Cigarettes, since 1997. Another one, I love this one. Another one, cigarettes, almost seven months. My friends tell me, now I, I meant to smoke. I, I forgot to ever really do it, but I am intended to. And the reason why, I just ran out of time and then I thought, I never I never really got where I smoked, and I meant to, because I'm. I'm sorry if that seems odd to you, but my all my people did, and they made it look so good. I mean, it was just the, the way they talk to me. They draw it, and, and then, well they they could talk without ever blowing it out, <laughs> <laughs> and then like as if to make a point at the end, go. <sighs> and it was, that is. Fantastic. People just would just sit at the table. Everybody would drink coffee. Everybody would smoke cigarettes. And I just always thought, well, I'm going to drink coffee and I'm going to smoke cigarettes. And I can tell you just the way my mom drove, just like this. She was constantly doing peace to somebody. But it was... because she had a cigarette right here between her fingers. So, but my friends tell me that did remember to smoke. My friends tell me that it is one of the hardest things they have ever given up in their lives. I mean, that is something else. And let me tell you something. I don't get any if you're. Maybe you, right at this moment, you're watching the program and you're just like, you know, drawing on a cigarette. And I want to tell you something. Don't you dare feel condemned. Don't you dare. I, listen, to, are you looking at me? Because I mean for you to be looking at me right now. Because I need you to know, I've done a whole lot worse than smoke cigarettes. A whole lot worse. A whole lot. I have been addicted to much worse than that. So I need you to hear that and you to stick with us here. Anger, 16 years free. Unforgiveness, 7 years free. Meth, eight years and it's a monster. I love that she said, my husband and I got saved and set free together. Now I don't, I don't, I hear different stories about this kind of thing. God does things different ways. I always think maybe it's because he's after this point with one and this point uh, with another. That he's after something that he wants that child to see whether or not they are set free in a flash in just a moment or whether or not it is a length of time. For me I walked it out for a while because the Lord was teaching me how to rethink all over again. He wanted me to come to love my healer more than I even appreciated my healing. He's what I needed. My mind, my mind was what was so tormented. And so, you know, he didn't in his way, he didn't just in a flash heal me. He taught me how to walk with him. And how to depend on him in the moment. And we're going to get into some of that in the next part of our series. He, he, he had a different way with me. For these two right here, the, this couple were saved and set free. And I mean, they were done. They were done. Do I believe that he can do that? Oh, yes. Oh, absolutely. I just think it's all about whether or not Jesus is after showing to that child his supremacy or his sufficiency. If he just wants to show his supremacy, it will be like, boom, it's done. Like we're just slack jaw. People around him are so floored over the testimony. We knew these people. They could hardly even function and look at them now. Sufficiency. I got to learn to live off of Jesus. I, I'm a, I've, I've got I've to learn what this is like to get up and, and like learn how to walk the thing out and develop a relationship and not just somehow try to be a good girl. That's the trap I was in. Just like It was all about, I, I just have to be a good girl. I have to be a good girl. I'm, I don't know why I'm such a bad girl. I have to be a good girl. I have to be a good girl. No, you know what Jesus wants? What I want is for you to know me and love me. And you watch what happens when you come to know me and love me. Witchcraft, um, free for four years. A seven year long affair. It ended six and a half years ago and she said her marriage has been completely restored and in her own words is amazing. Bulimia. Two years free. Legalism, three years. Poor self-esteem, two years. Paralyzing fear of losing loved ones, 10 years. Trying to please everyone, 13 years. Chronic overeating, 15 years. Listen, I got to tell y'all something. I threw this one back out on social media because I said, I told everybody out there, I said, y'all cannot believe the stretch of things you mentioned. I cannot think of anything you left out. And all of a sudden I was looking at my list and I thought, Yes, I can. I don't see. I don't see being set free from uh, from uh, chronic binging, and so I pitched it back out there and got them to respond. I cannot tell you how many of them said it. It, te- it tendered my heart so much. I'm still working on that. I'm still working on that. Mm-hmm. I still need to get a lot of victory on that. I want to tell you one reason why that's such a, a big one. When it comes to meth, even when it comes to Okay, let's say a cigarette. Uh, When it comes to a a drink, if you've got a substance addiction, these are things, uh, pornography, these are things we can shut off and quit. You can't quit eating. There's a name for that if you do. It's a stronghold too. It's a stronghold too. So that's, a, that's why, just because I don't want somebody to get it all over them and think, um, I don't know why I can't, because we still have to eat. So that's one, we still have to figure out how do I manage this in this kind of stronghold? Victim mentality, free for 20 years. Fear of singleness, four years. I want one of you to ask me, does that mean she got married? Because that would not be freedom from a stronghold. <laughs> Didn't you want to know, really? If I'd have given you time, you'd have wanted to know. But no, I loved it that she then said, "I mean, I want her to marry if she wants to marry." But I love that she said, "I have been. I'm a single mother of two daughters." I love that. I love that. Under the control of money, eight months. Uh, Credit card debt, two years free. Um, Performance, 16 months free. Fear, over and over and over and over again. I I couldn't even count them. Bitterness, over and over. Uh, Paranoia was a big one. Pornography. So I I just want to ask you a question because I want you guys to just look in this uh, beautiful um, setting with us at these beautiful and wonderful people. And I want to ask them a question. Any of, of you that are sitting right here where I can see you, do you recognize any stronghold on this list? If you have ever dealt with a single one of those, could I just see your hand, please? And you know, I really, really want you to see that because you see it's all of us. And what the enemy does, somebody needs to know this, what the enemy loves is to make you feel stupid. And alone and you are the only one in the big mess you are in and I want to promise you you are most certainly not such as is common to man everybody has dealt with strongholds everybody everybody and for everyone in Christ he says it is for freedom that I have set you free.
3: Wow. We do feel like the challenges we face, no one else has. And really, from our point of view, that's not the, not the issue. It's just big. But what God is saying to us, and what Beth is making clear is that it's, it is common. In other words, it's not like you've just been singled out like the main target of the enemy. We're all the target of the enemy. The church is the target of the enemy. The fury of the enemy is unleashed on the, the purpose of God through His family, through the church. So therefore, it's on you. But we can overcome. And I know you see that. Father, I pray for everyone watching. The Lord, they will find the connectedness to you and to others to be able to walk through every trial, every challenge, every temptation, every defeat, And Lord, find what you offer so freely in Jesus' name. You know, thank you for sharing these times with us. It means a lot that you trust us with this part of your life to say, I'm going to listen. And hopefully above all, you hear God. And then if you experience something that most of the viewers of life today tell us has given them indescribable joy and a sense of fulfillment in their life, is when they literally reach out. Now think about this and touch someone with the love of God as though they're the hands of Jesus. And that's what we are as His church. And I've said it over and over, and i found that it means a lot to people. We want our prayers answered, but if you look to be the answer to somebody's prayer, you'll be amazed what that'll do in your own life. You know, I've become the answer. See, we can sit and pray and pray and pray, but then we can say, I want to be the answer to what I'm praying. Well, that, that's how we change things in a nation, in a community, in a family. And we can change things when we hear a heart cry and we respond the way God wants us to respond, I want you to listen and you to hear God's voice in response to a need.
4: Caria, motherSם became a Bubba like my husband and to I as a Cal 신 and I were friends with their colleagues. My father began to mistress. my friend and his sister came to me, eda was the one who was a Utiman kau suka kuterajui ku. Abah syalapon, kalau ternak kubanjak leteku, amindah amindi la lancer lah. Masih kalian amik waktu yang tak ringko cilek. Masih entin dengan mati pulak ana. Kau entikuku
3: Look at that little child's little toy, little something to play with, Betty. I remember when we knelt in the graves of thousands of little children. They were little children's graves. And I remember seeing a cross and had a little jar and a picture of a little little child in there. And I know that, uh, you know, we wanted to do everything we could to, to uh, stop the death cycle. Right,
2: James, and can't even imagine a mother losing four of her precious children and the pain that she must be going through. She said she threw the toys away so she wouldn't have to look at them and remember. And it just breaks her heart and now she's concerned about the children that are left. And I can see why she would be. She could likely lose every child she's had if we don't get the, the food to them. And this is something that can be changed. This is something we can do something about. You know, there's some diseases that no matter how hard you try and you do all you can do, it just doesn't seem to be enough. But this is just so simple, and we should all reach out and do what we can do. It may be a lot that you can do to help, help treat it, maybe a little bit, but whatever it is God puts on your heart, do the best that you can and join with us, and let's help these precious children.
3: You know, while you were talking, I was praying, because this is the last week that we're asking you now to help with this emphasis on mission feeding for this period where we try to raise the money to take care of children for the next several months. And I, I thought, would, would you just stop a minute and say, God, if that were my family, somebody could help them, I'd be praying they would. Would you say, God, show me what I can do? And of course you can pray. But you can also be an answer to that mother's prayer and others. And the way you do that is just simply say, I will share life. The greatest gift is life. I will share life. With no exaggeration, this is the truth, because of the way the missionaries are able to take grants of food substance and then process it in the food factories that you've built, people like you, we can feed three, five, or ten children for the next months for $30, $50, or 100 $100. And once we stabilize, and right now, we've got several hundred thousand children like those you just saw that are facing death. Most of them have not reached that place, that desperation clinic, which that's the last step. Most of them never get there. They die before they even head that way or they're headed to death and ultimately there. But you can stop it right now by going to lifetoday.org or dial in that number. Take your bank card and say, here. I'm gonna make a gift and I would ask if you could give $100 to help us feed 10 children, to do it. So we're gonna save their lives, but there's one other step. We found that once we get them stable, if we will then begin to feed once a day at a school, they'll go to school consistently and begin to train their little minds that have now been nourished. And we can literally feed an entire school for $5,600 a year, $1,400 for a few months. So there's a level at which you can help. We have some gifts to send you to help you in your destiny with a wonderful teaching from these truly anointed women who've been so blessed to share. But we're asking you to share life right now. Would you do that? Lifetoday.org. Take your bank card, prayerfully respond, or dial the number and make the gift God puts on your heart. You're giving life. You're an answer to someone's prayer. A desperate prayer but you're the real solution.
0: Thank you. In remote and impoverished areas of Africa, families are suffering, facing death by starvation, and those hit the hardest are the children. Life's Mission Feeding Program is there, ready to feed and care for these children in crisis areas of Angola, Mozambique, and Sudan. With all of our previous reserves gone and Southern Africa facing its worst drought and food shortage in years, we urgently need to replenish our food supplies to reach 400,000 children counting on us. Your life-saving gift of 30, 50 or $100 will help feed and care for three, five or 10 children for the next three months. Please also consider a special gift of $1,400 to help sponsor a school and help feed 140 children for three full months. With your gift of any amount, we'll send you the brand new audio series, Living Your Destiny. Here, five outstanding Bible teachers and women of faith share how to live the life God destined for you. With your gift of $100 or more, you'll also receive The Longing in Me by Sheila Walsh and Unashamed by Christine Kane. And finally, with your gift of $1,000 or more, be sure to request Majesty, our 2016 commemorative bronze sculpture. This is The Last Week. Please call, write, or go online today and make your gift of life to help feed and care for hungry children.
1: Anybody who knows me well knows I am a kid person. Look how beautiful they are. But as we look deeper into their faces, as much as I love children, my heart also begins to break because these children in Southern Africa that surround me have the signs, so many of them as you look closely, of malnutrition. If You'll see with me the the light-colored hair, the sores that don't heal. Many of them cough with bronchitis and and so many colds, just the lack of health that I'm surrounded by. Uh, What we're down to here are the basic needs of life. These are children who are hungry. These are children who awaken in the morning, whose parents have one thing on their mind. How am I going to feed my children today? They don't have the complexities. We have to figure out many, many different kinds of answers. Really, we've got one thing we're looking for in this particular village, and that is feeding hungry children. It's really as simple as that.
3: You know, we we'll would be glad to send you living your destiny. And I look up here at the top, Beth Moore, Lisa Bevere, Sheila Walsh, Christine Kane, Sarah Jakes Roberts, T.D. Jakes' daughter. Boy, what a journey she's been on. And then when I look at Sheila Walsh's book, The Longing in Me, one of the most powerful books ever written about the longing within and unashamed when the enemy really tries to put condemnation on us. You reach out, express God's love. We want to be a blessing to you like you're a blessing to those who need food. We want to give you spiritual food. So thank you so much for your help. If you go online or you dial that number and you get a busy, be determined. I'm getting through. I'm going to help provide food for those kids. I'm going to sponsor a school. And yes, I want this incredible material to help me grow. Thank you for that. Thank all of you for being with us. Thanks to Beth Moore.
0: In his new book, The Stream, James Robison charts a plan for spiritual revolution in America. The Stream, available now online and at retail bookstores. Tomorrow, Natalie Grant thought her days as a singer were over when her vocal cords began hemorrhaging.
1: I began to understand what it means to lose your life to
0: find it